breached the Black Helpline. The revolution will not be televised. Welcome to Talk with Hawk, part two. Much oh. like Snoop Lion can cross no, over. No, not like Snoop Lion. Oh, that's just, that's, that's just that supposed to be a weed. We played, yeah, we played with Snoop Lion a couple years ago. <laughs> lion. It keeps brings everybody together. You know. If you're a Buddha head, you at that show, everybody going to be nice to each other. You know, because you wouldn't be at that show. Uh, you know, paranoid. but having that bridge is good. And those festivals like that, those t- historically... You know, uh, um, Caucasian festivals. When you bring in people like Jay Z, et cetera, et cetera, that's just the beginning of it. Because that's the when you hit the that peak right there, then that gives room for all these other artists to come slipping through over the years. Mm-hmm. You know, because every music is music, simple as that. But it's taken us forever to figure that out. You know, yeah. we got the crossover with country music too right now. You know, little Nas know, X. We had know? crossover country a long time ago with did. Ray Charles. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, anyway. Nas X, that song was actually Trent Reznor. <laughs> he did that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How about that? <laughs> well, you That's, know, it helped, it helped bridge a gap. And it also catch. helped, you it's know. Song. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had to say it, but it's a catchy song. It's a catchy song. song. That dude's a character. If you ever, if you oh, well, no, I met him before. He's a total yeah, character. Yeah, he's a total character. <laughs> I talked to him wow. for half an hour one day. I go, God, I would love to drop acid with this motherfucker. No, no. I think no. <laughs> Theory. Okay. Theory. All right. All right. All right. Because I was. Those things are. Wanna... Those. That's twenty five, thirty years ago. Well, I'm no. Gonna, I'm just thinking more about the whole. He probably just talked my face off. Yeah. Go, no. No more. <laughs> I've been. I've been. I was listening to Mike Patton and okay. some of the stuff he does because I enjoy his stuff quite a bit. Um, and I've also worked for him forever, but I've been listening to his. Even the Mr. Bungle stuff. Yeah, they're back go. together. Oh my god. Yeah. Who? Mr. Bungle. Mr. Bungle. Yeah. Yeah. As that, yeah. I'm yeah, not doing those shows because okay. I had a previous convi- previous commitment, ah, which okay. is very sad for me. But ah. I, if when it comes down to previous commitments, you got to do what you're Honor. supposed to do. Well, yeah, yeah. of course. You don't leave yeah. anybody hanging. So you stay in the game. You lose your white gloves. Well, yeah, I will lose my white gloves quickly. <laughs> 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 but when that whole thing got, happened, I went back and listened to a lot of it. And I was like, ah, damn, this shit's great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. I haven't heard that um, in a long time. But yeah, and then, like like I said, like I started stuff at the zoo that I haven't heard, that I've never heard before. I had this guy, Mark Cohen, that I'd never heard of before. Then the next day, I heard him at Target. <laughs> and oh, down the, all uh, through that. I was like, ah, I see this is. <laughs> yeah. I saw this dude at the zoo last night. <laughs> what, what is Mark Cohen like? Soft rock? Yeah, sounds yeah. like soft my, rock. My aunt, my 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 aunt was there. Yeah, so my my, my step my my aunt in law. You just say aunt, aunt. <laughs> just say aunt. <laughs> but so. yeah, that's as far as going back to the topic. I I kind of have. I'm interested to see what happens to hip hop right now because. It is filling a void. It, it's going through the same thing that punk rock went through, you know, 20 years ago. It's going through that the same exact environment of you know of that little ecoplex of how who's listening to it. So who lives? Who gives up on it because these people are listening to it? Mm-hmm. You know, then the mainstream comes in, does crappy versions of what people have been doing forever, and then it kind of goes back. I mean. In some ways, like we're seeing like like Good Charlotte when we saw post punk, we see all that yeah. stuff that was going on. That's going to start happening in hip hop, and it is happening now. 
and will continue on until it sucks the life out of it. But and I th hopefully there's still a lot of really good artists out there that believe in the whole thing and then keep it. After you know. Bumble Rap goes away yeah. for good. Question: What about uh, internationally? International hip hop artists that you guys may have played with, say like MC Solar, Germany. In Germany? Yeah, because I've been listening to a lot of German hip hop. I know you oh, have. Okay. <laughs> um, my, I love that. Uh, um, God damn, what I'm embarrassing myself not remembering this. South African die uh, Antwood. The Antwood. Yeah. I yeah. love yeah. this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the first time I heard it was one of those things. Like, what the hell is? <laughs> yeah. That? Yeah. That's exactly what you're saying. You know, like, what yeah. the hell is this? Like, what is this? Yeah. And it's like, so it's like, and from. It was beautiful. Yeah, yeah, they had a show at First Ave that was like one of those shows from back in the nineties that we all did. That was like the whole staff came out of it, just like, uh, what the hell do I just see? You know, um, still relevant. On far as German hip hop, I'm not too familiar with German hip hop, but I know you are because I passed you in a car <laughs> last summer. And I was like, what is going on in that car? <laughs> Yeah, I was like, oh, that was oh. a Sunday after Bastille Day or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah, it was something else. And you out here jamming German hip hop. He was, oh, he was, great. he was bumping hard and loud. I have to look some of that up next yeah. month in um, Portugal. Look when up, I'm there. I have to Jesus. look that up. Who, who were you listening to? Jesus. It's spelled G Z U Z. There's oh. uh, R I N. A couple of them. Camarel, Big Pat, stuff like that. Wow. I mean, they got a they. They got a thing going on. Yeah, they yeah. do. When I was a, I was a nanny in Amsterdam for a year in the early '90s, and so for for the boy's tenth birthday, I gave him Dr. Dre's The Chronic, and he loved it and played it till the tape broke. And so I I go back I went back a few years after that to visit, and he had started rapping. Of course, a Dutch nice. rapper. It was really yeah. really great. And then I went back a few years after that, and he was he was national. I mean, he was all over the place, oh. all over. In uh, in Holland, and I would I was walking around the little squares and the shops and everything with him because I knew him as a child, so it meant nothing to me that all these kids really right. loved him, <laughs> and all these girls be like, ah, Kima, oh, it's Kima, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. But I mean, he was he would he's freestyle. He would do freestyle all over the place. Doing all, is he doing all in Dutch? Yeah, all in Dutch. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty impressive because Dutch is a really hard yeah, language yeah. to to like to connect. You know, really hard language. It's a hard language to speak. Mm, yeah. You know, if you're not Dutch, but that's, that's pretty cool. It's pretty. It was pretty fucking cool. Yeah. yeah. Does he do all Dutch or Dutch and English? No, all Dutch. Oh, I wow. asked him about asked him about English, and he's like, you know, I just don't have that big a grasp of the the English language. He doesn't have enough of the street slang behind him yeah. to feel comfortable they, trying they to they rap. They speak very proper English in the Netherlands. They don't have our slang uh, vernacular. Well, they do to they a certain a degree. Bit, you know. It depends on how much they interact with with people who are native English speakers. Yeah. Oh yeah, good point. Good point. And and Dutch, I, I actually think is a very easy language mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. it's their vocabulary is smaller than say French. You know, they have some of the same rules, but French languages. You know, you look at their dictionary; it's like five inches thick. You look at a Dutch dictionary; it's half an inch thick, and thick, and half of the words are English anyway. Because yeah. it's a derivative of high German and French and English and right, I, I yeah, found it easier to, like to use mix. German as to get to get by in, yeah, in German the Netherlands for ten years when I was going back and forth. I, I found German easier to use is to get my point across because they they would understand what I was trying mm -hmm. to say. 
you know it's like speaking Italian and Spanish yeah you know so to, to rap like that is interesting to me I need to check this out it was pretty great you yeah know? stay away from the Finnish rappers though. <laughs> those that's just, that's, Finnish that's, rappers it's all over <laughs> Really? They, they, sound, they sound mad. I can everything sounds <laughs> fucking well, mad. That, like, like wouldn't it be like a death metal? Black no black metal. Black metal. Like like black metal hip hop. The they they could do both. They could do both. I, I can't imagine. Which used to, That's going to be the future. Was <laughs> I was at a bar in in Finland, in Jansu, Finland, which is right, kind of right by Russia, and there was a band playing the most. I mean, literally, it was some bar band, and this shit was the most creative shit I have. I, I was like, I, it was like floor droppingly creative band. I have no, no idea who they were. Never saw them again. They're, they had all sorts of industrial in, instruments going yeah, on. But that Never was seen that was anything like it. And I was like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's what it sounded like, man. Yeah, so, <laughs> that. And they, they were like, <laughs> it sounded like, <laughs> no, it sounded like he was gonna kill somebody. For real, like he just got out on parole. <laughs> Did you hear any of this? Did you go to Did you go to Germany? Uh, big German when you were in the army. Yeah. Okay. Did you hear any of our no any 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 type of subculture? Or was it just oh no? Up? I went to this this club called uh, the Botch Cop. Mm-hmm. I'm in the Botch Yeah, and it's right next to a train. I was got. You know, I was got in a fight with the Botch Cop. Really? I didn't even know it was about to happen. I saw the Germans. Ba- I saw. I saw the Bangles there, dude. Oh, <laughs> just because it was, it was open on a night, and they happened to be playing, and we could get out go, on a weekend. I would do that too. I but I, but I also saw NXS. You know, and so I mean, it was it was cool. What town it's is that in? Frankfurt. Frankfurt. Oh, Frankfurt. Yeah. And Botch Cop has been around for a million yeah. years. That place is cool. Yeah. But. I was there with the Melvins, and okay. it was some, some wrong woman was talking to me, and <laughs> the, the, our German opening band was like, dude, just so you know, this is what's going on right now. And then a bunch of really aggressive words in German, and I, just, I, I was like, what Damn. the fuck is going on here? I'm getting out of here. Why is he spitting at me? <laughs> Yeah, just, <laughs> say, say no, man. I'm just a bus driver. I'm not yeah, right. just a bus driver. <laughs> That's bus. Uh, nah. How long did you, were you over there? Uh, about a year and a half over I, there. I didn't know that. Yeah. So what's the weirdest thing that's happened to you? So, so we're talking about weirdness. Weirdness from a woman in a German bar. There's got to be a couple of stories, a couple of weird happenings. You're a married man, so... We're talking <laughs> 25 years of stories. You had to have pushed some... You know, you had to say no a lot. No, no, I'm... I'm, I'm the good guy. Quiet guy, um, just laying in a cut. I, boy. Oh, I'm, I, I usually start telling stories after, like, three Jamisons, and I won't shut up. If you talk to anybody that knows me, they'll know. It's like, that dude never shuts up. How can we not think of anything right now? Um, <laughs> some stories you don't tell. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm not asking for sexual exploits. No, no, I'm, I'm really not, glad the three not, of you no, went that no, way. Well, no, 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 how no. about this? How about this? How how different were of your years of going to Europe and traveling abroad, Europe, Asia, South America? How different the how the leverage between being in America and being in Europe as a, as a as a person of color? How how different has that been for you over all these years? That's a good question, actually. No. My first time in Europe was in nine, probably 1993, I give or take. And it was completely different vibe over there than it is now. You know, like, completely different. And with the, uh, 
with the uh, it, with the internet now and the way things like just communication has just completely changed all mm -hmm. the vibes. With music, it's changed all the vibes of of you know. I was in Russia with Anthrax and and uh, St. Petersburg, and we're at a train station catching this train to um, Moscow. And it was this, just like the 4th of July celebration, it was, I can't remember what it was called, but it was, it, all the army was in St. Petersburg. Mm -hmm. And it was like being around 30 million scary skinheads, <laughs> skinheads <laughs> you know. And I just decided to be, you know, look as hard as I possibly could and do what I was doing and that was, you know, not get messed with. But You did not have the I Hate White People shirt. I did not have the <laughs> I Hate White People shirt. You know, that shirt... <laughs> I still go to the, in Texas, in Dallas, Texas. Yeah. I've been to a, three venues where that shirt's been mentioned. And someone there has been like, you're the dude that's you're that the I, dude. Hate, I hate white people shirt <laughs> at Hank 3. Right? Right? That was you. Oh, my God. Oh, at Hank 3, that's perfect. Yeah. That was me. Uh, I had that shirt. Yeah, Patton bought yeah, that thing. Yeah, you didn't want to get noticed there. No, not at all. No, I was... No, that, but if you have it, you gotta, you know, you're like, oh, right, God, yeah. Well, of course. I'll, I'll throw this out here. Well, I'll see it. So, but get back to the Russian. So, anyway, the Russian thing was just like, it was, it, that was one, one of the most uncomfortable, like, I loved going there, but that was definitely like being African American in another country that was definitely on the top. Yeah. I'm fucking scared right now. <laughs> um, because I, it just seemed so foreign to me at the time, and it wasn't any talking your way out of it. It was just, these people, yeah. At that time, it was probably 2003, give or take. Anthrax had never been there before, um, and it, it, we weren't. It wasn't like there was rock stars. It was like you're a bunch of guys in the train station with you know this group of group of dudes, and just getting mean mugged by that many. Like everybody you saw was a pretty intense experience, you know, and just kind of mean mugging them back, you know, just like. You know, because what else are you going to do? You know, yeah. like that's the only way you're going to get a quit situation. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I ended up, so the final end of that story is I got drunk on the train with a guy named Schmirnoff, who was our, our, I swear to God. Yeah. And we were drinking vodka, and I left all my shit and uh, all my papers and everything in, in my train car. And all of a sudden, the army comes in the train car. And I'm like, Shit, and I'm drunk, and I'm like, and I'm, and and Shmirnov is like, don't worry, you don't. They don't think you're Chechnyan. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and they sure shit. They looked at me and just like, yeah, right. and then drag someone else out of the car. <laughs> like, wow, that never, was weird. Never seen again. Yeah, probably. It yeah. was weird. But yeah. uh, that was one of like people have asked me where my favorite spots, and I thought that was one of the most exotic spots I'd ever been to. Russia. Yeah, really. It was like. That was something else. That was like that was like I've never been. And we went no. to you know like I think that band that band was kind of fun to work for. We were on tour with Motorhead, so I got to hang out with Lemmy on a regular basis. Maybe. And Lemmy and I became bizarre friends, mm -hmm. you know, in Bizarro World. <laughs> <laughs> only way I can describe it. <laughs> it was Bizarro World because it was such a that was such a he was a hero of mine mm -hmm. being a punk rocker. So yeah. Actually, hanging out with them was kind of like. Yeah, remember the Motorhead show at the club? Which one? Uh, uh, Which one? one? They played no, there a couple no, of times. It was like 19, maybe 1989, 90. Yep. Slayer Motorhead Overkill. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 
I too. I went saw motor. I went saw motorheaded before I worked the club. I got thrown out, and I'd never heard of Slayer before, and mm-hmm. it was a Slayer South of Heaven tour. And now every time I told anybody that I saw the Slayer South of Heaven tour, they're just like, "No way!" Yeah, yeah I worked yeah, it. Was, it. It was interesting. Yeah, it was very interesting. You know that drummer, Dave Lombardo. I was mm-hmm. I was my roommate in nine eleven. Really? Yeah. Whoa. Which is like um, we we're we're well we're on tour together and we were rooming together in some fucking mo super eight and uh-huh. but well always that's always this thing. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember where you were. Yeah, I remember where you were. I'm pretty impressed that they were um, even in two thousand the early two thousand that Russians were so calm about seeing darker people. I, there's not a lot there. This shit was scary. No. I mean, it, 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 and I don't know. I mean, I've only been there the one time. Yeah. Getting into the country was an experience. And, really? Um, yeah. I. Some countries are really hard to get into, and that's one you have to get an invitation to, and you do all this stuff. And their consulate is only open. I'm not. I got everybody. Their every everybody their papers except for one guy who got hired late, and their consulate is only open from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. three days a week. The U.S. consulate? Yeah, the Russian consulate oh. and of Scandinavia. So every Jeez. day we'd race to this consulate, try to get in between 9 and 11, and there'd be a line of people also trying to get into Russia, doing their thing. So this last day in Finland, of all places, mm-hmm. in Helsinki, and on my last shot at it, I, I'm calling the guy in Russia. I'm like, they won't, you know, I'm stuck, stuck outside here. And so they come and they let the guy in, the guy who's with me in, our, it's our monitor guy, and uh, then, then he slams the gate, and I stuck my foot in the gate, and this gun came up immediately, and I'm like, okay, idiot, what, of course, you know, like, what are you thinking? This isn't something you do here. So I'm calling the guy, they, they come and get me, because I'm like, I got this, I got all the money for this, you know, I got to finish this transaction for this dude inside. So they come and get me, and they uh, finally, and I'm on the phone, and the, someone else in there was just in there, it's like, get off the phone right now, or else they're going to throw you out, you know. But they got all we got all our paperwork done, and it was, and then we did a show, and we went, and we're going from there to uh, Sofia, Bulgaria. Okay. And uh, they had to bribe my way because I didn't have a carnet, which is your mani- gear manifest. And I had to bribe my way through. Cost me two thousand dollars in cash. Wow. The, the ATM machine in the Moscow airport gave me dollars. And wow. get it no yeah. limit. Not kidding. No <laughs> limit? No <laughs> limit? Apparently not. <laughs> wow. Apparently not. And then got in, and then getting out of Sofia, Bulgaria, I it was five bottles of whiskey. It was the same thing. And I uh, What was left for your uh, per diem? Oh, man, I cleaned my <laughs> bank account out on that whole thing, and I called everybody in the States. I'm like, God, man. <laughs> so I need like, some money. Like, don't worry, we'll take care of you. That's cool. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, that was, that was one of the more. That was one. Of, that whole trip was one of the more, like one of those trips. You're just like, right. what the, you know. I've dated a couple of Russian dudes. Never again. I don't never want to again. Say, don't let them fix your car. Never yeah. again. When I when I ended up calling the Grim Weeper because all I did was cry. <laughs> Why'd you make him cry? I did not make him cry. He'd have two shots of fucking whiskey. He hated vodka. He'd have two shots of whiskey. And he'd start crying and weeping, crocodile tears, <laughs> this kind of shit. Why? I mean, just uh, well, 
different shit. Different. <laughs> it turns out I, I finally managed to get the story out of him that um, he told me that he's di- I'm dying. He says I'm dying, and I said, Oh, okay. Well, let me help you. What's going on? And then he just said, No, 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 no. I don't want to talk about it. I said, Okay. Well, let's talk about it when you're sober. So then I'd ask him the next day when he's sober. I don't know what you're talking about. And then finally, after maybe six weeks of this, I was like, I'm done. I can't. Yeah. I cannot deal with this Jeez. shit. So yeah, Grim Weeper. And once you get a nickname, it's that's kind of it. <laughs> We're kind of done. done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Grim Weeper. Well, <laughs> Russia is definitely a place that has been on my bucket list up until recently. So I'm good. I'm good. I'll just stay my ass in, the, in, in, yeah. in Europe. You know? I, it, I, uh, it was on my bucket list, and I never thought I'd go there, and I was kind of, I went there, and I was like, Jesus, oh, it's, wow. It's, it's, I heard it's intense. It was, it was cool, but you know? it was, it was scary. Like, I've never felt intimidated like that, you know. Like, I don't usually, I usually, I've been traveling for so long internationally that I don't get intimidated anymore. I'm just, it just sort of is what well, it well, is. Well, the whole of Europe, the whole of Europe, um, you know, I know, you know, when you separate Europe from Russia, Europe never felt intimidated. The day I got off the plane, I felt welcome, unwatched, yeah. unafraid, you know, nobody was clutching their purse, you know, shit like that, you know. And I couldn't imagine going to a place north of Europe and then all of a sudden feeling the way I felt like I am in the United yeah. States when I get to the TSA. Because they remind yeah. you where but, you are. Yeah. You know, so it's Basically, just everybody in Russia is intimidated. You, are, you know, just living there. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, I don't, I don't, I, I have a lot of Russian friends, but they tell me about uh, how dangerous it is for sometimes for certain types of black people to be there. They don't like Africans. You know, he told me they do not like Africans mm-hmm. because they don't mind African Americans as long as you are educated. You know, as long as you're not staying. Yeah. As long you as know, you're not staying. staying. Yeah. yeah, it's like no, nah, I I can't eat this shit. I ain't staying over here. I don't even like fish that much. <laughs> what the fuck it is they eat? That borscht. Borscht. <laughs> a lot of potatoes. A lot of potatoes. Yeah, a lot of like white foods. Make sure, like make sure head beige, fat. White yeah. food make your head fat. Beige you know? foods. Beige foods and shit like oh, that. Oh, somebody's at the door. No gracias. No, that would make sure. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Here we go. Hola, so, so, where's the most interesting place you've been? I mean, I know you traveled quite a bit. Well, the most inter- interesting place for the kind of international people for mystery. food, you know. I, so, for instance, Cambodia always, always is at the top of my list. The food, the country, the people, but spe- specifically the people. Because of all the shit that they went through with their history and their, yeah. their not so distant past, they still managed to come out with positive attitudes and, and, um, and an open mind and an open heart. And it's really, it's pretty fucking amazing. And the country is gorgeous. Holland, and I just I love Holland. Holland's great. Yeah, Amsterdam. Yep. Yep. So, but there's so many places I want to go, and then the worst country I've ever been was Argentina. By far, the worst goddamn fucking country I've, I've ever that. been to. I've I've heard, the I've most heard, racist I've heard, shit I've heard this I've ever. Shit there. Racist yeah. as shit. I got poisoned in a bar. People wouldn't fucking sit next to me on the subway. People wouldn't serve me in a restaurant. They took my friend's order. They wouldn't take my fucking oh. order. And I was like, I can't wait to get the fuck out of here. Get that yeah, bullshit, I've buddy. That. I've, I've, yeah, I've heard that too. <laughs> Argentina's no, I, bullshit. I have heard that about about Argentina. My ex wanted to wanted me to take her to Argentina really bad, 
And I said, I've heard some some if and after about Argentina. It's like, oh, you can get along with anybody. I was like, yeah, but if the whole motherfucking country is like that, you know, I need to find a comrade in that in that yeah. whole situation to be able to get along. You know, because I've been to Germany and I've been cornered in Germany by dudes. You know, wanting to jump me. I was like, well, what are you gonna do? Kill a kill an American? That that won't look good. You know, well, you're black. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, you're black. We have to. But I got friends. <laughs> we got it. We got a, we got a quota. You know? Yeah, quota. <laughs> we have a quota. There's so much, so much inventory. We didn't make it to you people back then, <laughs> so we need to start over again. Quota. Black people death quota. It's like no. Germany does not goes out of their way now to not. They do to not to not, not have like, that stigma. Yeah, they, well, they unless like, you're Turkish or you're yeah, crossing. Yeah, that's a whole new. That's a whole know, new ball of wax so, right there. And that's that's that nationalism is hitting the entirety of Europe, not just Germany. It is. It is. Oh, yeah. France, yeah. Italy yeah. is yeah. horrible yeah. now. It's happening in Poland. Poland, even Poland, all of these countries. Yeah. Once the once it became the EU and all of these all these borders fell, people started losing their goddamn minds because they felt like their fucking identities were being stripped away. And I think that you could liken that right back to what's happening here with Orange Hitler. Yeah. Well, identities are are a farce here, but. People still would love to think that they do have an identity that they can hold on to here. Your identity is individual, not a whole sector of yeah. people. When you do that, that's fascism. Yeah. You know, that's like we're going with this fight for nationalism right now. It'll be hard to travel if you have that attitude. Well, once you know? I get my international passport and my reparations, I know. <laughs> I'm saying I will go to I'll go back to college in Germany with my Fuck international that. passport. <laughs> Find a little hamlet somewhere in Portugal. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> um, at any rate, where are we at? We're at 57, so I thought I'd split this into a two. Perfect. Part one, go. part two. This exactly. has been actually pretty, pretty damn good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's been fun. Glad that you that you decided to join us. Randy. Oh, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. Thank you. Don't, don't give me fire from atmosphere. No, 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 no. There's nothing. No, nothing. We, didn't, we didn't mention any names. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, not naming. We didn't mention no names and no past. Nothing. Okay. No. no, I'm just kidding. We're, I just old, we're just old people. We're sitting over here right now. Old drinking, water. Drinking, water. drinking water. Drinking water. Drinking our sweet tea. That would actually be funny if we actually sat here and, had, and just had a few cocktails, like everybody is a collective, and see what happened. You know. Well, there's always next time. This is the only time that Randy can come on our stories show. Get, my stories will get funnier, for yeah. sure. Yeah. And my stories yeah. get way funnier. Oh, but we'll teach you, well, we'll you teach told us already meeting. three shots of Jameson. It's your, <laughs> your magic <laughs> number. You'll have to have a secret name. You'll have to have a secret name then. You can you know? do that. Just don't talk shit to the security guard on the way out. Because <laughs> he ain't got nothing to lose. Yeah. <laughs> hilarious. Screw you guys, all right. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, they're nice dudes. Um, well then. Well then. All right. Oh, well, do we cool. have anything else we want to talk about? Since we have, we have Randy here, and he's our. Uh, we're, we've captured Randy for the evening. Well, I'm I'm actually pretty impressed with our conversation because it put a put a lot of insight on on in a, you know traveling, especially traveling with a celebrity, yeah. and going to all these things and these celebrities that you've been with. The Hank Three thing really got me because I had no fucking idea. Yeah. You know, everybody's like, "You did what?" Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think? Where you think I got this ten gallon from? <laughs> oh, oh, you man. should. Uh-uh. Oh, that would have been beautiful, especially when you stuffed all your dreads up in there. Here's, here's the thing about 10-gallon hats. And here's my theory on cowboy hats. Is you got to own those things. And yeah. you got to own it. you got to wear it yeah. with pride and you, or else it looks stupid, stupid. on you. Yeah. <laughs> and 
I can't do it. I've tried. You can't take it seriously. I've tried. I've wanted to. <laughs> you got to have, you gotta not, have the buckle, though, I too, could man. not do it. And you got to have the buckle, the boots, just, There's, a, the there's a certain attitude that goes along with wearing that thing uh-huh. that I can't do. Back with Hank 3, I was like, I tried, and I'm like, you know, I had about five cool cowboy hats that came uh-huh. in, and I'm like, every time, I was just like, man, I do not have. You probably this. don't own any Wranglers either, do you? Oh, hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Wow. Because you got to have Wranglers to wear 10 gallons. Wrangler short shorts? I did a short shorts. Short shorts. Hank 3 did a, a, uh, a show, this Willie Nelson picnic show. <laughs> I didn't have to wear my Willie laminate. Nelson picnic? Yeah, and I didn't yeah. have to wear my laminate at all. The very stage <laughs> like, oh, no, we know who you are. Go ahead. <laughs> like, yeah, because the only black guy with a t-shirt here. <laughs> that you know, that right. I hate white people t-shirt. I didn't do that. I wasn't going to I wasn't going to rattle the cage that much. It's something like that. That was strictly for Hank's audience. Yeah, that's in funny. Dallas. That's still hilarious. <laughs> that's though. hilarious. They had, so, they had it coming. So final thought, you know, because I've known you for 30 years, mm. you know, and it's like I – I kind of saw you while we were in high school, different high schools, but there were shows mm-hmm. at like the whole underground. Oh my god, and, I forgot about that place. And oh, uh, Kaufman Union yeah. and all that. And I was like, who's this other? Who's other brother? Who's the only yeah. other one here? <laughs> we always, you know, and, it's and like it was, spotting one at an airport. Yeah, yeah. and it was like and you one, smile. Of those, one of those places, or at the old uh, the the fuck, it's right downtown now. The new there's Armory. Mm-hmm. The Dead Kennedy Show. Were you at that one? Mm-hmm. No. I was, that used I was, to be open. Before? I was there. Yeah. Must, must be. Yeah, I was there. Oh, yeah. I was Eighty-two. Yeah. You know. And uh, well, when did Todd break his neck? That was, was at the Kaufman show. Oh, it was Kaufman. Oh, you're right. Yeah. It was Kaufman. Yeah. But I saw the so, I saw the DKs at Armory. Yeah. But you know, I mean, I, then you know, you get hired at the club, and then you're like, well, this guy, who is, what's he all about? And then you get to know. I mean, he knows a lot about the city and about music and you know it's it's great to know you that's that's what i gotta say so yeah i concur back at all you guys, yeah. you guys yeah. i concur absolutely fight, fight for a long time i'm happy well, to be well, part of this whole <laughs> i love it like, well for a long shit. time we all spotted each other in a crowd you know yeah. because there was only it was I like mean, a where's waldo of black yeah. people no <laughs> And it didn't, and it was like random which black yeah. which black people were going to be at which hardcore yeah. show because no, we was broke spot back each then. other, just spot each other like this, like in the Serengeti, like a, like a, like a meerkat, you know, nice. looking around, still liking us back to the African continent, <laughs> <Yeah>, right? Yes, <laughs> triangulate. Yeah. Now it's on our phone app. Where's the black in the crowd? Where the black people at? Yeah. Oh man, you've been in Japan, really height. I was like, I could see over. Well, you, were, you must have been the over, tallest yeah, person and there. My, and my yeah. shit was banging the heads on the, in the hotel. <laughs> and you could see the next dude, <laughs> like, a and block away. All you got to do is do this. Just, just do the head nod, and you can see it a block away. <laughs> there you go. Well, all right, then. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Randy. Thank much you. appreciated. It's been a pleasure. For the Black Helpline, I'm Tricky Mickey. I'm Malcontent. I'm Big Germ. If you want to email us, please do so at theblackhelpline at gmail, or you can Twitter at us at blackhelpline, or you can also call us at 612-615-9636. Thanks, y'all, for listening. Thanks, up. Peace.